1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Well, well, well. Catherine, where's the podcast? When are you releasing another podcast? Is the podcast finished forever? Have you taken a hiatus from the podcast? I'm back, telling everybody everything, Try to take a little two-week vacation, and so many of you have abandonment issues, and I can see that now. I'm very sorry if my unannounced departure triggered you in any way, brought up some feelings of rejection. And I know how that feels, because the Kardashians just announced that they will not be continuing after the 2021 New Year season, and that cuts me deep. Why, Chris? Why do this to me when the world is genuinely on fire for some gender reveal party in San Francisco, where, by the way, I didn't even know they still had genders in San Francisco. That's meant to be the most progressive part of the world. You're telling me? There are riots in Portland and gender reveals in San Francisco. We're not allowed to have seven family members anymore. Perfect. I only really like probably two and a half of my family members anyway. I know they all listen to this podcast and it's down to them to figure out which two and a half of them I enjoy. I don't know what's going on. And I counted on Kris Jenner to provide a sense of community and normalcy at a tumultuous time. They say the devil works hard, but Kris Jenner works harder, and I'm afraid these turning of the tides means that actually, oh shit, the devil's on top again. What are we going to do? Well, we have The Duchess. The Duchess is out now. It's streaming on Netflix. Already, there have been people who feel attacked by it, and I get that. I'm sorry. I did not set out to make something for everyone, because... Every country's split exactly down the middle, just the way they want. There's no such thing as something for everyone. If we can't all agree on the fundamental concept that Black Lives Matter, how are we going to all agree on something like the Duchess? Don't worry. I don't mind. I made it for women like me, for people like me, for like-minded folks of all genders who need empowerment. I hope that you think it's sweet. I hope it empowers you. Um, most of all, I want to say the jumper in the opening scene, World's Smallest Pussy. That is a subversive feminist sweater made by the American designer Rachel Antonoff. You know her brother Jack Antonoff. He works a lot with Taylor Swift. All cool people are connected somehow. Rachel Antonoff is awesome. She makes a t-shirt that says Daddy. I've got jumpers of hers that just have a womb. She's walking her dog inside one of the wombs. I just love her work. A lot of people think the womb jumper is a goat's skull. And that just shows how limited our knowledge of cis female biology really is. Catherine's character in The Duchess says bad things. She does bad things sometimes. And I think it's difficult for some viewers to understand that ironic exposition of a position doesn't mean that's the position I hold. I care about everyone. I don't want to shout at the school moms at the gates. I don't want to shout at a lovely adoption agent. There are positions out there that are volatile and that are hateful. And I think ironic exposition of those positions can have lightness and humor. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure you'll let me know. The world's smallest pussy jumper is an official award that I received having the world's smallest pussy. No, it is the awards hanging in a different room, but it's pushback against a patriarchal structure that says, be small, be tight, be little. And it's like, oh, you want, what do you want? World's smallest pussy. Here you go. It's putting back in culture's face what, when you deduce it all, is really expected of us a lot of the time. And there are some criticisms now of a French film on Netflix uh, that shows 11-year-olds dancing. I haven't seen it. I feel like I do have to see it before I give an informed opinion. I I know a lot of people leapfrog over that step, but I do think it's important. As soon as you hear French film, you go, uh uh-oh. But also... uh, I own an 11-year-old, and it is disturbing that they're attracted to apps like TikTok, portrayals of very young adolescent girls dancing and getting their midriffs out and twerking and trying to be sexy, and that it's not exclusive to any streaming service or any piece of work or any film or any app. That is... Hello, what culture has been pushing us towards since I was small, as young as I can remember. My sister used to get up on the table and dance like that. I know that she's a bit of a wild card, but everyone's sister that I knew would get up at three years old on the table and dance, you know, suggestively, I guess, without knowing it to Space Jam. They just do what they see. And culture has always presented us young, young women made to look even younger I've spoken about this so much. Ariana Grande, Britney Spears. I don't fault the women. It's just the package is look at this tiny girl dancing. So when I was a tiny girl, I wanted to get my midriff out and I wanted to dance too. Our culture is sick. This is what I am talking about. And so today I would like to delve into my mother's relationship with a younger man. I know my mom's listening and she's like, whoa, I was not consulted. Don't worry. When I was a teenager, my parents divorced. That was great. Not great for them. Um, It was a real tumultuous time for both of them. I think I can tell you from experience that when you end a relationship, it hurts just as much as if you are the one on the receiving end of the breakup. You never want to disrupt anyone's life if you are an empath, as most people, I hope. Well, no, that's not. Most people are not. For me, it hurt my feelings to end a relationship because I felt very remorseful. And I know my mother was the same. She got very thin and very stressed. And then I remember I was home with my best friend, Caitlin, still my best friend, lives in Finland, irrelevant to the story. Caitlin and I were at home and there was a knock at the door and my mom said, oh, that will be some guys from work who are collecting costumes from the dress up box. We were a very camp, very musical theater family. Of course, we had a dress up box, just a box of wigs, dresses, shoes, face paint, costume jewelry. Are there dress up boxes in every home? There should be. I opened the door, and there were these 21 ish year old men who wanted to dress as Hooters waitresses for Halloween. And I know you're going to read a lot into this because I myself became a Hooters waitress, but there weren't a lot of Emblems of American culture. You could either go to Disneyland, you could be a Hooters waitress, and and that was pretty much it. We didn't have a lot of fun culture like that. Oh, the Playboy Mansion was another one. So they wanted to be Hooters waitresses. My mom was giving them wigs. We didn't have any Hooters outfits in the house, they had to source those themselves. But I thought, who are these men? And I could tell on that day there was something going on, some kind of little spark, maybe. I just brushed it to the side. I thought, yep, another caller coming to get some wigs. Standard practice in my house. Months go by. And my mother and I had a sisterly relationship at that time. We would drive around in the car and she would be very confessional with me. And she said that she liked someone at work. By this point, she'd been split from my dad for quite a while. I mean, a a while is subjective. I feel like long enough. They were split. Not very long, but technically fine. I've done a lot worse. And I thought, oh, okay. And they were going to go on a date. I know he drove a really cool white sports car. And this is the most information that I have about cars is just the color. Still, when I get picked up in an Uber, they'll be like, it's a Honda XRX. No, just tell me what color it is. I don't fucking know what you're talking about. Oh, we're picking you up in a Hyundai 775 look. What color is it? Is it big or small? If every Uber driver could just please drive an orange, polka dot mobile, then I could spot them a lot easier, because I just I don't know car makes. I don't even know what kind of car I drive. It's gray. My mom started dating this man. He was very respectful. He was very charming. I remember he picked her up in the white car. He was very chivalrous. Then I found out he was, I don't remember, 22, let's say, but I'm going to be generous Say maybe he was 23. And that in a small town was a scandal because my mother was 40 and women don't date younger men. It's fine when it's the other way around. An 80 year old dating a 20 year old model. Fine. I think Brad Pitt's new girlfriend is in her twenties and she's got some 70 year old husband in an open relationship fine 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 that woman's doing great but when my mother had the audacity to fall in love with a younger man from work by the way she wasn't finding him in the clubs um it was a scandal in my town and the relationship got more serious and I rebelled because at that time in my life all I cared about was being accepted was being ordinary I see this in my daughter now. She's so desperate to be exactly like everyone else. All of the girls are like that. And I know, I hope, I pray that it's just a phase. But uh, you don't want to be on the outside. Blending in is the best that you can do to stay safe when you are 15. My girlfriends and I banded together because we were fucking bitches as well. I'll tell you, the Duchess was featured in the Sarnia newspaper. I didn't even know Sarnia still had a newspaper. I didn't know they could read or write in that town. But apparently they've put it together and they can just about do both. There are many spelling errors. But they're talking about the Duchess. And I saw some friends shared it on Facebook. And then some of my like former enemies, I guess, were like, she was really mean in high school. She ruined lives. Well... Yeah, people were mean to me at the beginning of high school. I was ostracized for being an absolute weirdo. And then I built an armor and I put walls up and I was mean. I would watch teen girl films and I wanted to be the cool mean girl. So yeah, I definitely lashed out for a few years. I was going through some things. I was unkind when I was a teenager and I do not remember specific instances of that necessarily. But yeah, sure. I probably put on this spiky shell because I was unhappy and I felt trapped and I didn't want to be bullied myself. But I think my girlfriends and I had a reputation for being a lot meaner than we were. We weren't actually mean. We didn't go out of our way to be mean. We just walked around like we owned the shit. And that seemed mean. In a small town, everyone is a celebrity. Your business Is everyone's business. And it didn't take long for the news of my mom dating a younger man to move around the town. And to my surprise, not only kids from my school would tease me about it, but genuine adults would stop me at my work where I was a hostess or in the street with my friends and say, Hey, isn't your mother dating that younger man? What do you call him? Do you call him brother? And I was like, Oh my God. People can be very cruel, very judgmental, why? What did my mother do to them? She was dating a younger man, it's not like he was 16. This man was from my mom's place of work, and he was an adult, and I subscribed to a lot of their vitriol. I hated being bullied by children and adults, and it made me mean. I was like, well, I'll get him out of my life then, and my girlfriends and I are not the ones that you wanna cross. We took great pleasure in being as mean as we could and insulting this man whenever he came around and being really rebellious with my mom. And it did mean that my mom had other priorities and she would leave the house, go on dates. She had a social life all of a sudden that I wasn't used to her having my entire life. And we would throw parties there, invite, you know, the local hockey team invite 800 kids from the school, trash the place, be bad. I was really angry because I felt so exposed. My mother is still together with this man, Abe, or Abe the Babe, as he is known. See, it's even an old name. What 20-year-old on earth is called Abram? A lovely name. He's an old soul, trapped in a young man's fabulous body. That's what I say about myself they're still together. So it's a beautiful love story. And he was a really great match for my mother. She didn't date him because he was young. He just happened to be young. And in retrospect, I realize how political and how provocative it was, how important it was, how progressive it was for my mother at 40 to start dating a younger man. No one would have blinked an eye if the genders were reversed. And I feel like even though it was difficult for me at the time, Even though I chose the side of the town because it was easier than standing with my mother on this issue, I'm really glad she did that now. And it taught me from a very formative age that not everyone is always going to like what you do. Often, people don't understand why challenging a stereotype is important, why standing with a minority is important. They'll say, well... Well, you criticize Leonardo DiCaprio for dating 20-year-olds. Why are you celebrating your mom? Because it's one pushback example that goes against the norm. If we actually had equality, it would be fine for everyone to do it. As long as everyone's an adult and you're not hurting anyone, do what you want. But instead, the reality is that there's a disproportionate, hugely disproportionate number of older men earning the most money and dating younger women. And when a woman dates a younger man, it causes chaos in the town. And I also have to say that lockdown has really put a strain on my relationship with Megan, the Shih Tzu, and also delivery people, because I'm always trying to film things at (gasps) home. Shut up, Megan, I can't get any quiet. And I personally couldn't see myself connecting with a 22-year-old man on any issue when I'm 40. I mean, I can hardly stand most of them now. But Abe the Babe was special. I look back at that town now. My mom's out. Abe, the is out. They live in Toronto now, having a great life together, shaken off the dust of that town. And I think, how dare they be so horrible to a woman who ended an unhappy marriage for the better, for both of them? My dad is way happier now. He's got a woman who is right for him, beautiful, has the same interests, really wonderful woman that I love. And anyone who showed my mom disdain or judgment and furthermore, you know, put that on me and my sisters when you saw us around the town. What is your life like? Genuinely, what makes you tick? I want to know. How do muggles live? If you grew up really angry about my mother's choices that didn't affect you and really not understanding my weirdness and subscribing to all of the... Fuck. Why? I don't want any more flowers. I really don't. I hate when people give me attention that I didn't ask for. Just watch the Duchess. Don't send me any presents about it. Seriously, (laughs) if you're from my town and you are confused by my lifestyle or my mom's lifestyle, write me a letter telling everybody everything at gmail.com because I want to really understand what you find funny, what brings you joy in your life, I'm fascinated by you, probably in the same way that you're fascinated by my mother, only the difference is I'm not angry. And I feel very grateful that my mother and our family went through that tumultuous time because without even knowing it, I was learning about the consequences of being a disruptive woman and about the rewards that follow.
0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or SleepNumber.com.
2: Emails. It's the emails. In our modern podcast family, I think that's probably a copyright infringement. Oh, did you guys know that when I did the Lord show me how to say no to this, that I had to ask Lynn manuel To clear that bit for the Netflix special, and he watched it and he said yes. And then Netflix tried to pay him, or maybe I tried, I think it's my money in the end. Oh shit. Anyway, someone tried to pay him, and then he was like, No, I don't want any money. I just want you to please make a donation to the Puerto Rican Relief Fund for the flooding. And isn't that incredible? What an incredible man. The moral of the story is you can't just sing any song without asking. All right, first email Hi, Catherine. I love your podcast and everything that you do. I have been recently confused about my sexuality. I think I'm bi and I haven't come out because I haven't really figured out for myself and I've never believed in coming out because I think who I want in my bed or to have a relationship with is no one's business but my own. You are correct. You can do and denounce and communicate whatever you want in your own timeline. And I also think we aren't expected to label things in the same way that we once were. I think we accept that there's a spectrum of genders and spectrum of sexuality. So if you're with a really cool friendship group, you probably, I don't know. You probably, you know, there's definitely no rush. Anyway, for the past year or so, I've been getting vibes from a boy I went to school with. He's very much a lad lad and makes comments to me very often about how I'm gay and I like boys. And what he's probs just salty about is that I won't suck him off. True. Every time we go out to a party or whatever, he seems to almost follow me around, give me looks, and even touch me as in puts his arm around me, sits right next to me, and touches my leg, etc. I mean, I don't exactly mind it, but I feel like I've recently started to develop feelings though, and I don't like to assume people's sexuality or gender, etc., but I feel as though someone is there and I just don't know what to do. I'm not ready to come out, and I know for a fact if he felt in any way the same, he would also not want to admit it, especially not to his friends. I feel like if it carries on any longer, it'll just get too weird and attached, or something might happen. I just don't know. I would love your advice. Well, my main advice is, who cares about this person's gender or sexual orientation? He sounds like a dick. And maybe he's being a dick because of you know, all these repressed feelings of shame. Who cares? It's not your business why he's being a dick. He just is calling you names and wants maybe a secret relationship. It's just not good enough for you. I understand it's very complex with judgment and friends and everything else, but please let your standard be that whoever, whomever rather, you invite into your bed is someone who cherishes you and not someone who uses homophobic slurs to nag you at a party. You're on a journey of self discovery and you don't go around insulting people. I think leave this. The whole sexuality thing is another story. Don't let anyone treat you like that. Thank you, next bitch. Here's a letter from Conflicted. Katherine, I need some advice with a major life decision. I've been with my partner for over five years and we have a great relationship. We're affectionate. We support each other and we communicate. However, I find myself developing feelings for someone at work. I've known this person for over a year. From the start, I was attracted to certain qualities they possess. My coworker is over 10 years my senior, very considered in their actions and the way they make decisions. The qualities that drew me to them are very different from those that I find attractive in my partner. Who's closer to my own age and is vibrant and energetic? I share things in common with both of them in different ways. They also complement the different sides of me one, my more passionate and energetic self, the other, my more considered and deliberate self. You're very articulate, by the way. My coworker has become single over the last few months, and from certain things my coworker has said, I know that the attraction is mutual. Since we spend so much time at work together, we often put in 60 hour weeks. Well, no wonder, because you fancy each other and you've got each other at work. I have a fairly reasonable idea of what their habits are like. I find myself wondering what life will be like with them instead of with my current partner. I've never been this affected by someone who wasn't my partner before, and the fact that I'm even thinking about life with someone else has shaken me to the core. They have such different characteristics. I find myself at a bit of a crossroads. Do I pick the one who embodies youth and energy, or the one who represents maturity, What are your thoughts on this? I desperately need a little perspective. Oh my gosh. Well, this sounds like what happens on Strictly Come Dancing. You see a lot of the celebrity contributors falling in love with their dance partner. And you also see contributors who stick with their spouse. So obviously the difference between them is whether the relationship was strong to begin with or not. But there's an element of, I hate to use the term Stockholm Syndrome because I know nobody is held prisoner, but when you spend so many hours a day with someone, if you are compatible, maybe it's easier to find distance from your current partner and develop an attraction to the person you spend all your time with. I also know that we live in a very modern world, allegedly. Not in this house, Bobby K, if you're getting any ideas. But some people have open relationships for this reason. The aforementioned Brad Pitt is currently dating some 20-something-year-old model who's married to an elderly restaurateur. And I think he's French, which explains it. But he's cool with them having an open relationship. I think this restaurateur has a mistress as well. And it's public knowledge, allegedly, that the girl is dating Brad Pitt. So... I don't know about your colleague or indeed your current partner, but maybe these two very different people would be open to you dating them both. As long as everyone's honest, I think that's a thing. That's a thing that people do. I worry that the grass is greener on the other side. And if you have a stable relationship with your partner now and you really like that person, then maybe it is risky to jump ship because you've seen an opportunity where your coworker is single. But I understand your worry is probably that if you don't act now, the coworker won't be single for long. And then you will have missed the window. I think I need more information. I need to know if you'd be open to having an open relationship. Because it sounds like you three could be very happy together. You're very smart. I can tell by your letter, you're very articulate. So I'm sure you'll figure it out. If anyone's been in this position, please help us and write into telling everybody everything. My instinct is if I was in a happy relationship, I wouldn't be fancying anyone else, but I'm a very one man woman. There's no one that could come into my life that would make me not want to be with Bobby K. And I know this for a fact, because I get to meet very clever and allegedly handsome celebs. I worked with Paul Hollywood the other day. Was I sexually enticed? (laughs) Maybe by his meringue, but I would never leave my relationship. So maybe you need to ask yourself a few more questions. Good luck. Here is another Catherine. Despite being almost 17 years old, I'm only four foot nine. If you're dealing in centimeters, this is just not many centimeters. I'm five foot six, and I'm 168 centimeters. So you do the math. Four foot nine is small, smaller than my mom. If you know my mom, <laughs> she's five foot one. Look, I've given you a lot of information, and you're just gonna have to picture it. My height is beginning to impact my mental health and self-image. I'm so sorry to hear that, which was already poor as a result of three years of anorexia, which I'm now recovering from. I have a mature face, however, I don't look any older than around 14, and I've yet to receive any interest from boys except from a toxic, manipulative relationship I was in for seven months with a guy who now has a string of assault allegations. Yikes. I'm far from dependent on male attention, and I am, in fact, a very academic person with straight nines, which are A's, at GCSE who completely prioritizes education over boys. Well, good. You are 16 years old, and I am so glad to hear that. Prioritize your education because now is the time in your life when you are building all the bricks to, I don't know, sell your house, for lack of a better term. You are building the foundations of who you are, and you are gaining skills and interests and experiences to be the kind of person that you want reflected in a partner. If you lay around, you know, not improving yourself at 16, which I think a lot of people do now, and you spend all that time interested in boys, by the time you're actually ready to be in a meaningful relationship as an adult, you're going to get a boy who's arrested, who, I mean, either literally arrested or also 16 mentally. So spend this time investing in yourself. And not just your education, but your mental health as well. I'm so happy that you are recovering from anorexia, but it sounds like these body issues, this dysmorphia is still a real hurdle in your life and needs more care and attention. I do want a boyfriend. I'd be lying if I said I didn't. However, I'm not sure that any person who isn't a nonce would be genuinely attracted to me. I'm not laughing at you, I'm laughing, you know, with you at how funny you are saying isn't a nonce. It sounds stupid, no it doesn't, but I feel like everyone perceives me as a child despite my achievements and intellect. I doubt any boys would actually see me as someone they would like to date. It all feels quite hopeless and I haven't come across anyone who seems to genuinely like my appearance and height. I feel like I'm not taken seriously as an adult by other adults. I would love to be awarded the same respect as any other young woman. I feel invalidated even by superiors at my work experience placement. I feel so unwanted, unattractive, and upset, and there's nothing I can do to fix being the height of an average 10 year old. I love my friends to pieces, but I can't help but envy them for being quote unquote normal. Additionally, I feel guilty complaining about my height because I know that people with conditions such as dwarfism must put up with far more than I have to, as I'm well proportioned, comparatively a lot taller, and I am healthy. I'm extremely grateful for these blessings, but nevertheless, I feel generally shit about my height. All right. How can I help you? Firstly, it's so difficult to explain that even though you are clearly, what's your job again? You're like a physicist or something. You're way more clever than I am, but I have all this life experience and I remember that every struggle when I was 16 felt exponentially more dire than it really was. Being smaller has many advantages. I'm friends with so many talented actors who are small. For some reason, Hollywood really prefers small, small actresses. And I don't think she'll mind me mentioning her name. I just worked with Jessica Barden. You will know her from the end of the fucking world. Our project was Joan Meets Barbara. Um it was Barbara Streisand and Joan Rivers short for Sky Arts, directed and written by Sue Perkins, if you want to check it out. But Jessica Barden is small. She's in a film where she's playing a young Kelly Oxford. She usually gets to play teenage characters, and I think that has been a hurdle for Jessica. I think perhaps when she was young, maybe she felt different for being small, but it gave her all these wonderful acting experiences and it gave her an advantage in that regard and she is now such a accomplished and confident woman who yeah does get treated like a child sometimes when she walks into shops and sometimes when she's traveling on airlines she'll go ask a question at the counter and they talk down to her as though it's a child so that can be illuminating too i feel like you have a secret weapon to infiltrate spaces and see how people actually treat the very young and it's really awful. Jessica is in an amazing relationship with someone who respects and values her. She's also in her late 20s. So I'm afraid it might take a little longer because the young men your age are just not very mature. They are also on a path to becoming normal. Everyone wants to be normal. It's the safest thing that you can be. But you are exceptional. You're special. I'm sure that your height will be an advantage to you. Just like my tools of being an absolute weirdo turned out to be advantages of mine. I spent a long time throwing my tools away. I wanted to be normal too. I wanted to have skin colored hair and hair colored skin and be soft and quiet and unproblematic like all the other girls. But look at me now. I am a woman with a very fulfilled Different life because my tools would never leave me. So, four foot nine sounds like that's not really ever going to leave you. And you're going to have to really work on self acceptance, self love, and trust that the wider system, i.e., the universe, has a purpose for you. And you will receive insights about other people that not all of us get to experience. And that this is part of the plan and it's going to be fine. If you believed me, if you really knew that everything was going to be fine in five years, would that help you feel more calm and peaceful now? Because I promise it will be. Thanks for your letter. Oh, and before we go, I'm going to go on a website about the tiniest actresses. And I know you're a physicist and you don't care about actresses, but Hayden Penetier. She's five foot, so she's one inch taller than you. And did you see the guy she had a baby with? I don't know if he was her husband or what, but he was... And like a eight-foot-tall person. I've never seen anyone as tall as he is. <gasps> Anna Kendrick, my favorite. Also, just one inch taller than you. Ariana Grande, one inch taller than you. The Kardashians are all about five foot. They're all teeny tiny. Lil' Kim, 4'11". Oh, wait a minute. Did I lose an inch there? How many inches are in a foot? Okay, so these women are two inches taller than you. Fair enough. But listen to this. Snooki from Jersey Shore is four foot eight. And there is a young woman from my town. I remember her growing up. Her mother was definitely four foot something and had children and had a wonderful husband. And now this girl didn't grow uh, any bigger than her mother. And she has a wonderful husband. I promise you that being a little bit smaller will not stop you from having a perfect partner and a wonderful, fulfilled life. And by the way, I can see a little picture in your profile and you're beautiful. And the Olsen twins are five foot tall, Paula Abdul. The list goes on. This is not going to prevent you from doing anything. And there are also boys your age who are small. So we all have to deal with these toxic pricks, whether you're really big or whether you're really small or whether you're really weird. Even when I was at my most disruptive, Bobby K loved me, my husband now loved me when I was your age. And I was definitely not a popular choice. So Please listen to me. It's all going to be fine. You are so accomplished and so beautiful. I did miss you all I love these emails I just remembered and I love telling everybody everything I promise I won't leave you again without warning if you would like to write me a letter please do so telling everybody everything at gmail.com if you want to watch the Duchess it's streaming now on Netflix and I think it probably helps me out if you watch it right away if you don't have time just leave it streaming and walk away I don't even care if you watch it you, you'll end up watching it at some point so just stream that on the loop I'll pay your energy bill. I won't. And I'll see you next time.